It's time for the Finkelcast NFL Best Bets Contest. A contest that fell flatter last week than Al Michaels' Harvey Weinstein joke. Yee! Featuring! Earlier this week, he posited the following question seriously. Who's worse to be next to at a concert? Shirtless guy or sopping wet shirt guy? It's Colin Burke! Plus, he was tasked with putting up with an utterly despondent Joel during the Packer game on Sunday and lived to tell the tale. It's Jack Anchelis. And now, he became the second picker to wear the collar with an 0-5 week while dealing with the Packers season going down the tubes. It's your host and morning show doctor, Joel Finkelman. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Finkelcast, an NFL Best Bets edition of the Finkelcast, a please no Aaron, say it ain't so edition of the Finkelcast. Uh, yeah, last week, uh, not only tough on our picks as a collective, but also tough on Colin and I's fandom of Green Bay. Uh, yeah, all around, not a good time. Jack was there. I'm sure he can he can tell us. I think I just, I don't know. I thought I actually took it pretty well for uh, for my standards, um, but yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll bring those guys in. Uh, we'll go with uh, Colin Burke this time. You can follow him on Twitter at Colin Q. Burke. Colin, how are you doing? Doing well. I'd like to confirm that I would rather be next to shirtless guy or sopping wet guy as opposed to you during a Packers loss. Yeah. Wow. That's that's fair. All right. I'm not even like I'm not mad about it. That's fair. I'm angry. And uh, last week, I mean, I I changed to like I, I don't know Jack. I, we'll bring in Jack Anchelis here. It's at Anchelis on Twitter. Uh, Jack, how many uh, like how quickly after the Aaron Rodgers injury did I just switch it permanently over to red zone? Yeah. Well, I showed up after it had already happened. Oh, and did actually, you? Yeah. I actually did not realize that it happened. You took it fairly well. Wow. But, yeah, we gave up on that game pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I think I took it well enough, um, mostly because it just it sucks so much that it's just, what am I supposed to do, like yell and scream about it? Like, it's not like Dom Capers giving up a, de- or like a touchdown and prevent defense in the fourth quarter. It's just, it just sucks. I mean, the only thing I can compare it to is, like, I mean, it's not as early into the season, but it's like the Tom Brady getting his ACL blown out in the first game of the year, what, like four years ago or whatever? Yeah. Or um, like uh, Gordon Hayward breaking his ankle in six minutes in the game. So the Gordon Hayward thing, I understand that. But at the end of the day, I mean, how much of a legitimate title contender are the Boston Celtics when the Golden State Warriors exist? So and like I felt like the Packers were slowly building and slowly getting healthier and and legitimately had a chance. Um, you think to, the Packers were more of a contender for the Super Bowl this year than the Celtics were for yes. the final? Yeah, I I think so personally. I don't know. I mean, I I do you think I'm crazy? Think that, that goes to show you the parity of the league, though. Like, yeah, anyone can win any day in the NFL. Golden State's probably going to win. Probably, I don't. I mean, unless two of their Although stars go down, they, like, they went out and lost first game. Oh, so. what, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I just, I don't know. It, that's what sucks. Is it just in one moment you can pretty much kiss all that goodbye? So you never know. Maybe, maybe Hunley, uh, maybe Hunley ends up just winning enough games and miraculously Rogers is able to return like last time this happened. But this is a throwing shoulder, so that's it's even worse. Uh, okay, let's. I don't want to dwell on that too much. We can dwell on something way more negative. Uh, our our scores from last week, Colin. Why don't you Why don't you rip them off? How'd we do? 
the three of us combined for three correct picks. Joel, you contributed none of them at <laughs> 0 and 5. I brought one to the table at 1 and 4, and Jack's Scrabble Piles led the way at 2 and 3. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's been it's been a rough year, I feel like. Um, I felt like I, out of the gates I was doing well. I, I don't know what I, – I don't know. I just I don't have it. I'm like probably a week away from having to go back to the dice this year. I, hopefully we don't have to get there. Um, yeah. So you've had two winning weeks. Yeah, yeah. Out of what Boy. six now? Yeah. Didn't I mean like well, out of the gate? Out of five. I was gonna say out of the gate. I felt like we had um, like we did pretty well. Like as a group, I felt like the first couple weeks we were killing it. Um, but you know, it's the NFL. It's the great equalizer. All right. Um, so with that, uh, are we are we ready to get to our picks here? Colin, did, I, you had some crazy stats. Would, would you like a, a rundown of the total standings right now? I am leading the way at 15 and 15. Joel, three games back at 12 and 18. And Jeez. Jackie came back from that at 11 and 19. Ugh. And I do want to touch on a couple things. Uh, give a tip of the cap to Greg Rosenthal of NFL.com, who rounded up some crazy stats uh, from – Weeks or through week six, just demonstrating how weird and unpredictable this NFL season has been so far. Uh, this is the first time since 2000 that the road teams have won more than the home teams. They were 46 and 44 through wow. week six. Um, this past Sunday, teams went eight and two when they were facing a team higher in the standing. So a lot of quote unquote upsets. Yeah, and then we we pick a lot of favorites. Let's let's just call it what it is. So I'm not super surprised that we're having some rough weeks here. But uh, I just wanted to shine a spotlight on one very weird stat. Uh, what's going on with the New England Patriots? Uh, the Browns gave up 212 total yards to the Jets, and then one week later, the Patriots gave up 408 yards to those same Jets. Yeah, Jack, you're our uh, Patriots wonk. What's going on? Uh, their defense sucks. Expert analysis. <laughs> That's what we count on. Yeah. yeah. Are are you like are you a little worried? I mean, do you think this might be the end? No. No? No. No, Tom Brady's not the problem. The defense can be still, rebuilt. Still gonna win the Super Bowl? I think they're more of a contender than the Packers were. <laughs> well mm. oh, wait, you mean before Rodgers went down? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I mean, I get it from a sense of having a better coach, having better, uh, I don't know, coaching. Better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh, eh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess, look, we've Packer fans, we've played that game before, having a really dynamic offense and a horrendous defense. We, that was 2011. That, that didn't work out. Uh, and that and that Packers offense was way better than this year's Patriots offense. And the defense... Apparently the Patriots' defense is even worse. So I don't know. I mean, it, unless they shore up that defense, I mean, the, you know, some crazy uh, Belichick trade is coming where he's going to get some guy who washed out at a different team but was a first rounder and ends up dominating. Like that that trade is coming. He's gonna he's gonna give up like an eighth round pick that doesn't even exist uh, and like a bag of footballs and get some like Pro Bowler. So that's that's probably yeah. coming down the line. Um, yeah. Martin is Bryant. I'm one of the Patriots. Prob- probably, probably. By the way, is it really suck not having um, Julian Edelman? Like, I, I knew it was going to be a loss, but I, fi- I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. His little underneath routes open up the whole offense and safety valve for Tom Brady. Plus, it moves the defense all around in different ways. That is a much bigger deal than people 
made it out to be when it first happened. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Oh, one more thing. One more stat. And then we can get right into our picks here. Uh, we did have a three-man consensus pick last week. I believe we all picked Detroit. Was it plus five against New Orleans? Um, yes, it was. What did they? What did that game end up being? I all I know is that Detroit did not cover. Um, yeah. Uh, what an ugly, ugly game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, the, I, I, that's the other team. Is man, the Lions are just the Lions. They do this every year. They get you all like, hey, they might be good this year, and then up. Oh, nope, never mind. They're not. Um, yeah. So there's that. We are now on the season one and three in games that we have consensus all the picks for. So good work to us. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get our picks underway here. Uh, just to let everybody know, uh, since we usually record on Thursdays, we had to let people know in advance about the lines. Uh, Colin and I both picked the game last night, and per usual, both of us missed that pick. Uh, Kansas City minus three uh, was the favorite there against Oakland on Thursday night football. And uh, due to having 17,000 penalties and plays on the last drive and three untimed downs or whatever, congratulations to Oakland for winning the game. That was total garbage uh, and uh, getting the cover. So, yeah, me and Colin already 0-1 on this week before the podcast even begins. That's how freaking good we are at this. Uh, so with that said, uh, since we have that one out of the way, Jack, you can go ahead and be our first pick, and uh, I, I know you got a new system for us, so lay it on us. Uh, the new system is I'm picking the favorite in the first five games on the board. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even notice. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so uh, my first pick is the Tennessee Titans minus six at the Cleveland Browns, which I actually feel good about anyway. So, Wow. Good start. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, uh, okay. I mean, it's a good thing that I didn't start this system yesterday, otherwise I would have picked the Chiefs with you. Yeah. But I did not even look at the lines until half an hour ago. Well, there we go. Uh, to be fair, I didn't look at the lines until 10 minutes ago. Uh, I've been doing this thing where I make the picks, like, literally as we're starting the podcast, so good on me. Um, wow. Okay. Interesting system. Oh, my goodness. Uh, then I guess, Colin, you, did you, yeah, you uh, had a better week than the, the two, or than the two of us, so uh, you can yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I, I, too, took this game. I, I, too, have Tennessee minus six, and I want to reiterate, I had my picks locked and loaded at about 10 a.m. yesterday. Doing wow. my research, and I want to point out Nerd. who's leading the uh, leading the contest right now. Uh, so maybe we should maybe we should do stuff in advance. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Man. Uh, you know, just a suggestion. Uh, Cleveland has won just one of their last twelve home games. Marks Mariota is finally getting healthy, and Tennessee has a very capable young running back, Derrick Henry. Even if uh, Demarco can't go, so I think Tennessee has no problem running the score up on Cleveland. Okay. I, I stayed away just because Tennessee has been kind of a conundrum for me this week. Also, I'm a little mad at Tennessee because I needed uh, 10 points from Delaney Walker in a PPR league last week to uh, to get the highest score and thus winning or thus win $10 for the week. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get that uh, because they just apparently decided not to throw to Delaney Walker ever and ran like a jet sweep. So I, I'm a little mad. Stayed away from Tennessee for that reason alone. Uh, let's see. So Colin has two. Jack has one. I have one. I'll go next. Let's see. I'm going to go ahead. I know we just talked about New England. I know we just talked about how much their defense sucks. And I know we're talking about uh, their opponent, Atlanta, being one of the better offenses supposedly in the league, even though they're having their struggles this season. With all of that said, I'm just going to go ahead and do the homer pick per usual, taking New England minus three and a half 
it's not really a homer pick because I'm not a fan, but uh, it's a a normal pick, a pick that we make often as a group. I feel like so. Uh, yeah, I just feel like New England's home field advantage is is pretty strong. Playing on grass is not Atlanta's forte. I feel like three and a half. I, I get that. I get that New England's defense is not great, but being being at home, I think, is going to make a big difference here. I, I I just I think they can still put up points, and Atlanta's defense isn't super scary in in my book this year. Um, and, and with that said, Atlanta's offense is kind of a mess at times. So I don't know. Uh, but I will say, Atlanta did have the the best moment from last week. Well, I guess it wasn't really Atlanta; it was Miami with Kiko Alonso just caught a receiver and just took him back like 10 yards could have body slammed him into the turf like it was nfl blitz 2000 but decided not to good on him so yeah that that's my pick i know that nobody else has that game um so yeah there is that let's see which would bring us back to jack for his second pick so jack why don't you let us know i mean i know all of your picks now but why don't why don't you go ahead and let everybody know all right i got the jacksonville jaguars are three-point favorites at the indianapolis colts that one doesn't really make sense to me. Okay. I don't know that, I don't know that the Jags are six points better than the Colts. I mean, I'll say this. I, I have this game as well. I took Jacksonville. Um, I, I Basically, I Jacksonville's defense is kind of legit. And I'm Very not, legit. And, and, I mean, I know, honestly, Jacoby Brissett has been pretty solid as, as a quarterback for Indy. Like, that was a good pickup for them. Uh, also proving that you can sign a quarterback relatively late in training camp and actually have him give results. But just throwing that out there, you can take that or leave it for whatever you want. But I, I don't know. I mean, I just I think Jacksonville, I don't know. This is my first time this year putting Jacksonville on my list. I usually, it's always a stay away every single year. But this year I decided, all right, they, they've done well enough recently. Bortles has been, has been doing a decent enough job of not turning the ball over. And the defense has been strong. So with that, I, I got Jacksonville this one. I don't, I don't think it's a crazy pick. Uh, I mean, I'm, which, you know, but if I made it, it's going to go wrong. So, sorry, Jack. So, let's see here. Let's see. That means I got two. Jack got two. I have two, so I will jump in here. Oh, actually, I have three. All right. Yep. Go oh, for you have it. three. Yeah, yep. my mistake. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina minus three at Chicago. I believe that Carolina will be able to stop the run and make Trubisky be, beat them. I don't think he's going to be able to do that. That Chicago offense doesn't scare me. They're 26th in the league and 29th in passing. And Carolina has had a long week to prep for this game, and they have traditionally done uh, decently in Chicago. So I think Carolina handles this one. So I was looking at this one a little bit too, um, and I I didn't end up picking it. I I will say that Chicago – I mean, they're. I know that they're what whatever you said their ranking was like what twenty sixth or twenty seventh in passing or whatever. I mean, a lot of that's with Mike Glennon. To be fair, twenty ninth in passing, twenty fifth um, in the league. Yeah, well, and not that Trubisky has come in and exactly lit it up from a stat standpoint. I will say that he's definitely the most intriguing quarterback that they have on their team. He's the quarterback who's probably capable of making more throws on the field. He's been kind of interesting to watch. Like I, I actually really enjoy watching the guy throw outside the pocket. Like I'm not looking forward to that long term if he can pan out. I mean that that's a skill that he can really turn into something. So I, I mean I don't know. The, the only thing that worries me a little bit is that Chicago's defense has like weirdly been somewhat decent this year, <laughs> and Carolina has a tendency of being kind of ridiculous. And I decided just to stay away from them a couple weeks ago. With that said, if uh, Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey want to combine for a bunch of touchdowns, I will be very happy. So, 
there's that. Let's see, I do not have that game, um, and Jack does not either. So, Jack, you are up with game number three for you. All right. I walked away from my list. Do you want me to tell you what your next pick is? Uh, no, I got it. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the Cincinnati Bengals are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I like this one as well, actually. Yeah, Pittsburgh definitely, I don't know, I feel like their offense actually worked out a little bit better last week. I feel like maybe they've kind of um, hashed a couple things out maybe behind the scene. They've started running the ball. Lavian Bell had a huge week last week. I feel like they're going to have to run the ball more to be kind of more effective and more like the team people expected them to be, even though they probably won't get to that plateau, but they can get somewhat close, I believe. So I, I don't think it's a bad pick either. Cincinnati's been kind of a mess. Did Cincinnati have a bye? I feel like I didn't see them play this week. I could be wrong, uh, but that's something that I, I think so. Okay, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I didn't remember yeah. seeing them play last week. But yeah, again, and that's actually one of the that's one of the reasons I stayed away from this game. Okay. Who knows what Marvin Lewis is gonna cook up during a bye? Yeah, but I mean, then again, they could have. I mean, they could have played last week. I was pretty catatonic the entire Sunday as it was. So, all right, all right, let's see. So Jack's got three. Colin's got three. I got three. So I guess we'd go back to Jack. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's go back to Jack. What do you got? All right. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are at home against the Baltimore Ravens. They're also five and a half point favorites. And I also like this one. I think the Ravens suck. <laughs> yeah. Offensively, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to expect on a week to week basis. You got Joe Flacco doing Joe Flacco things. Their yeah. defense. I mean, I feel like I keep bringing up my fantasy league, but their defense scored like fifty five points in our fantasy league this week. So what is your scoring system? Oh, we we have a crazy score. They had so you get a point for every 25 return yards uh Ooh. for your defense and special teams and apparently Baltimore had over 300 yards of return yards and like a couple scores. So yeah, they had something like 54 points in our fantasy league. It's crazy. So I I mean I don't know that that team at least is is firing on a couple cylinders. But yeah, <laughs> a ringing endorsement there ever was. One. I mean, yeah, but I mean, offensively, they're always going to be the Baltimore Ravens. They're they're never going to get back to where they were in the Super Bowl or anything. But yeah, I don't know. On the other hand, Minnesota, I I, I like this pick. I was thinking about doing it for a while just because of Minnesota's defense. I mean, it's just it's just legit. It's so good. Uh, it's ugh, I hate playing that team so much, and and now I hate them more for for new reasons. Uh, let's see, Colin, did you have that? Yeah, you got that game as well. I, I did take this game. I, too, have Minnesota minus 5.5, hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Vikings are extremely good at home, and this is a crowd that is very, very energized. They're very into it. They can smell an NFC North title now that Rodgers is out of the picture. Yeah, now that they intentionally uh, injure. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Sorry. What? <laughs> Keep going. You know, the hit was fine. I know. I know. I'm it tired was. of Packers fans crying about it being an illegal hit. It was not. It was totally legal, and that's probably one of the problems with football. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. Baltimore is totally lacking in offense, and they certainly won't get it going against this defense at home at U.S. Bank Stadium. I would, I would agree. I would agree. It's like the safest pick on the board, which is which is why I didn't make it, because it would automatically go wrong. Okay, let's see. So we've all... No, no, no. i got to make a fourth pick, don't I? That's correct. Uh, whoa. Whoa. All right. Working. Yeah, it's going to say hard. Jack's... Clean in the bar. All right, let's see. We're gonna go ahead and move to the uh, to the Denver game. Uh, I got Denver plus one 
on the road at the uh, Chargers. Really, a lot of this comes down to that that home field advantage for the Chargers being worthless in my book. I think Denver has a better defense. I think the Chargers offensively, while they, they've kind of started to turn things around, they've gotten Melvin Gordon involved in the passing game and running game to some degree, and they've gotten uh, with their first-round pick receiver back com- or coming back healthy. I still just don't think it's going to be enough against Denver's defense. And I think their offense is capable of enough of putting up points, especially in that ridiculous stadium. It's not exactly like they're going to be dealing with noise or anything like that. So I got Denver plus one. Basically, I just have them winning outright. Uh, nobody else has this game. No, and I stayed away from it because I worry about Denver's offense in this situation. They're down a couple receivers. Emmanuel Sanders is probably out. Um, and Demarius Thomas is a little hobbled, but should play. And I just don't know that they're going to be able to move the ball. You know, I, I'll be honest. I I don't, and this isn't, I guess it's a shot at Demarius Thomas, if you want to call it that. But I, I don't know if I've ever seen a receiver who's considered to be in the upper echelon of receivers be so average. Every time I watch one of their games, I, I will go 25 minutes without even seeing a ball go his direction. Like, he, he seems to be the most well-covered elite receiver that there is in the game. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy, um, but no, I don't think you're crazy, but I don't think that'll be the case here, especially if he's (laughs) the only healthy receiver. (laughs) That's, that's fair. All right. This is a make or break game for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're all at four. So Jack, why don't you round out? All right. That'd be Miami Dolphins at home against the Jets. They are only given three points. I feel like it should be a little bit higher. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I mean, the Jets have been kind of decent. They were what they were up 14 zero on the Patriots. And then I yeah. believe I turned to Jack and said that you guys are going to win this game. Don't worry about it at all. <laughs> and I was right. Yeah. yeah, I was not worried. No, I mean, it's just, that's the most Jetsian thing of all time. Of course, they also kind of got robbed by a ridiculous call, but you know, whatever. Oh, it was the correct call. Really? Really? Yeah. That's what you believe. By the book, it was the correct call. <laughs> okay. I think it was a ridiculous call. Not hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> the touchback rule was bad. But it, it's the rule. It really is a dumb rule. It's bad. So, let's see. Uh, right. Jack and I have the same pick here for the third time today. Uh, I, too, have Miami minus three. Oh, wow. The Dolphins' defense is quietly not bad. They haven't given up 20 points yet in a game, and I think they're going to be able to shut the Jets' offense down really comes down to the Dolphins' offense being able to get it going. Uh, if Cutler is involved or not, it doesn't really matter. J.H.I. finally put together another 100-yard game, his first since week two. So hopefully he gets it together, and if he's able to really get a ground game going, Miami will have no problem versus the Jets. Ajayi is the Demarius Thomas of, of running backs. Dude, I believe, had two good weeks last week, and I don't know if we're ever going to really hear from him in any real way ever again. Granted, he's hampered by his quarterback situation pretty strongly, so there's that. Do you want to know what those two guys have in common, Joel? No, no, what? They are both on my fantasy team. Jeez, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Colin. Why would you get those guys? I was like, I was like deathly staying away from Jay Ajayi this year. I was was very into Jay Ajayi. (laughs) How's that working out? It's been okay, you know, taking a couple bad beats, but here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fantasy football. Have to win when you're playing Amari Cooper and Crabtree after uh, last night's showing. Yeah, that is fair. All right, my last pick: Uh, a team that I seem to keep picking. They have done decently for me at times and then not so decently at other times. I'm going with Buffalo minus three. 
against, what is it, Tampa Bay here. Uh, they are at home, so I like that. Tampa Bay, look, I'll be honest, I, since I made these picks right before, I didn't look up the Jameis Winston, the latest Jameis Winston news. He will play. He will play. Honestly, because yeah. I was, the only reason I didn't is because I was going to make this pick regardless of whether or not he did play. I, I mean, I, th- I think Jameis Winston's fine. I think he's the backup on both of my fantasy teams. But I, I just, I, I, I like Buffalo's defense. I, and by the way, Micah Hyde is just making play after play this season. Uh, another Packer secondary guy who goes off to have success like Casey Hayward and him recently. So, I, I don't know. I, I got Buffalo in this one. Eventually, I got to stop riding this train if it stops working for me. But it, it's done decently this year. I feel like Tampa Bay. I don't. I don't know what to think about that team, man. It. It just. It seems like there's a lot of guys who are banged up. McCoy left recently. Obviously, James Winston. You know, if he's sure he's playing this week, but I mean, I. I, I kind of doubt that the guy is a hundred percent. So I don't know. I got Buffalo minus three. Uh, so that would be our 15 picks there. There we go. So just to recap, I'll go through mine first since your guys are basically the same. Uh, let's see. Kansas City minus three. That did not work out last night. New England minus three and a half against Atlanta. Denver plus one against the Chargers. Buffalo minus three against Tampa Bay. Jacksonville minus three at Indianapolis. The picks that Colin and Jack all have in common, let's see, Miami minus three against the Jets, Minnesota minus five against Baltimore, and what was it, Tennessee minus six at Cleveland. Uh, Colin also has Carolina minus three against Chicago, and he took Kansas City last night, also not working out. Jack also has Jacksonville minus three at Indianapolis, like I do, and he also took Pittsburgh minus five and a half. Versus Cincinnati. Uh, he did all of those picks because they were the first five games of the week that weren't on Thursday night. So impressive strategy. Let's hope it works out for him, Cotton. All right. With that said, uh, I think we've gotten, yeah, I, I think we've gotten to the uh, to the best part of the pod. Oh, yeah. It's time for Club Indigo's Grinder of the Week. Here's the real OG. That's the original grinder, Jack Anchelis. All right, homie. What you got for us? Who's it going to be? Right. Uh, we decided on good old Marshawn Lynch. This is uh, somewhat of a lifetime achievement award for him as well, but specifically in the wake of last night running off the sideline to fight three giant offensive linemen <laughs> in a lineman fight on a play that he wasn't even in. It's really incredible, man. I, I look, and then probably getting ejected for grabbing a ref shirt. <laughs> yeah, yep. he kind of bodied up a ref there a little bit. I, I, look, I have a weird. I, I love Marshawn Lynch. I kind of love the authenticity of that's who he is. But that's who he is is kind of a clown at sometimes. I mean, it's it's not okay to run onto the field in any or in any sport if you're not involved with the play and then get involved with a fight. And then also, it's not it's not like. Body in the ref is the easiest way to get ejected and fined and suspended and all that good stuff. What the hell? And I mean, it wasn't like some lineman like punched a guy in the throat and was going, you know, going to town on the guy. Whatever. It was a football scuffle. They happen all the time. You guys defend him a lot more. Colin, am I crazy? I think you're a little crazy. That's what makes him fun. You just got to go with it. Marshawn's going to be Marshawn. Did you guys happen to notice he was wearing like a ski mask under his helmet last night? Was he? Was it yeah, cold? Yeah, he had like a he had like a crazy balaclava looking thing. Huh? Yeah, uh, they that, were. I mean, it's a temperature thing. I don't know that it was. 
this Kansas in City. Oakland. Did was he it in he also stuck his way back into the stadium and watch the rest of the game? I thought it was. Yes, in, he did. I thought it was. I thought they were in Kansas City. No, this was in Oakland. No, okay, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I <laughs> I woke up this morning uh, watching highlights while here at work, so I was a little distracted. Yeah, uh, I don't it was know. The uh, classic case of when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, it, perfectly. By the way, where did he watch the game then? Once he snuck back in, I hadn't heard that. In the stands. Oh, he was he in the stands. stands. Yeah. What? Just like with the fans? Yeah. He had a ski mask on and was just hanging out and watching the game. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, now, how can you not see now, that? Great. Now how that kind like of hustle, that? that kind of hustle, I can respect. Like that's that's top notch right there. That's a that's not a good time. The hustle. No, no, for sure. All right. Uh, so there's all of our picks. There's our grinder of the week. Uh, I, I was just going to say. So my my plan the whole season was to pick the Packer game every week, but I, I ain't touching that. With with Nick Hundley, or I keep oh my goodness, I keep oh doing boy. I keep doing this, I keep calling him a backup catcher from the San Diego Padres from four years ago. I don't understand. I can't stop saying Nick Hundley. Ugh. There's only one Brett that could ever be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, so I'm just subconsciously doing it. That's what it is. But really, uh, honestly, I don't know what to expect from Brett Hundley. The Packers are pretty high on the guy, obviously. Uh, do I think he could be a pretty sufficient backup? I, I think so. I think the guy can make some throws. He made a couple back shoulder plays to like Jordy Nelson and stuff. That were Those are intriguing. A lot of backups don't make those kind of throws. The guy's probably going to make some mistakes, though. The Saints' defense isn't that scary. So, I mean, I guess if there was a team to do it, it you know, wasn't the Vikings. It would be now. It would be um, the Saints. So, I don't know. Do, do I think the Packers can survive? Maybe, but I before I start making picks with that team, I'm going to need to see it for a couple of weeks to have some sort of idea of what the hell that whole situation is going to be. So, do you have a prediction for the uh, eight games left here? Well, I mean, no, just because I I don't I don't know whether or not Aaron Rodgers thinks he can get back. I mean, what this is week seven? It's it's pretty clear he's out till week fifteen. Yeah, I mean, at, at least, at least, and and usually Packers training staffs are pretty, you know, let, let's be honest, they're really conservative about letting guys play through pain. Uh, there's constantly you'll hear about, oh, he probably could have gone, but we just didn't put him back in. Well, we lost, so it would have been nice to have him. Uh, so uh, yeah, but like there's Aaron really Rogers no reason to rush him back. Wait, what, Jack? Yeah. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has the juice to be able to say, yeah, through you, I'm playing. So and that's I don't know that that's as much of a factor. I think he'll play when he yeah. wants to play. That's fair. And honestly, the whole thing comes down to Nick Hundley. Oh, my God. I did it again. (laughs) I can't, like, the amazing thing is I pick it up immediately that I did it. So, but really, the whole thing, I'll just say this. I'll just say it comes down to Hundley. I'll just say the last name, huh? It it comes down to Hundley and whether or not he can keep the team afloat. It's the same thing with, like, Scott Tolzien and Seneca Wallace and that whole conundrum that year. I mean, it's just if these guys can pull out a couple wins against teams that they're supposed to win. The the, the nice thing for the Packers this year is that they started the season 4-1. and So, I mean, like unlike in past years where they started losing a bunch of games early, they actually have a little cushion built up. So, I I don't know. I I mean, if if Hundley could... Let's say what is it? Week seven now. We got a buy coming up. So let's say if you want to say let's let's just say the earliest Rogers comes back. I'm going to say like week sixteen. I think that's the earliest, or even seventeen, like last time. I don't know, how many games are we talking about? Uh, what four and two now? So da, 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 six, sixteen. Uh, what like eight nine games? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he could get 
what if he could get three more wins and then Rodgers comes back with seven wins and if you maybe need nine to win the division? I mean, that that's very likely. It helps that we're in a really crappy division. So, do yeah, I, I mean, it really just comes down to keeping pace with the other yeah. other teams in the division. Yeah, the Packers have to get some wins against teams that they're like winning this week. I, I know that they're six-point dogs or whatever the hell they are, but it would be a pretty big win. Uh, it would be really helpful to the psyche of the team because they'd probably have some more confidence in this guy. I mean, you got a game, I think, coming up at some point. I'm moving my mic here around. Uh, let's see, Packers, their schedule, obviously, Saints. Then they get a bye week. Lions, Bears, uh, Ravens at home. Got to win that. Steelers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home at Cleveland. Got to win that. So, I mean, there's like three games that the Packers got to win, even with a backup quarterback. And if they can do even just those three, as my mic is trying to find its place, yeah, hey, if Rodgers can get back. But, I mean, I, I, look, if he, if the Packers don't get those wins, there's no reason to bring him back, even if he's healthy. Just who cares? Might as well get a nice draft pick and get him started for next season. That, that's that's my thing on that. I I can't talk anymore, Packers. I'm, I'm, I look forward to seeing who Ted Thompson drafts for the defense. Yeah, who, what defensive player he drafts. Like, I mean, that's the other thing. The Packers now have a chance to get like the tenth overall pick. I mean, that's that's one direction that this could go, which is kind of interesting. It'd be kind of. I mean, it's always nice to have higher picks. So, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I can't wait to find out that he would draft some guy who would then be horrible, and uh, we'd keep Dom Capers for 37 more years. So. You know, someday I'll be telling my grandson about Dom Capers, but not not in a loving way in the past. Like, hey, that's our current defensive coordinator, Dom Capers. He's 112. <laughs> so I can't wait to do that. All right. I think I think that's all we got. So, uh, Colin, do we have anything else? Or, or should I start no, that, rap? Okay. That just about covers it. Jack, anything else you want to add? Um, I just hope everybody's excited for me and Colin to go watch some wrestling this weekend. I'm going to TLC in Minneapolis. Oh, some wrestling. Wrestling. I'm I'm jealous. Tables and ladders and chairs and that's going to be the crap out of each other. Man, I'm jealous. I wish I could be there, but work. That's how things work. All right. Uh, So anyways, uh, Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on the live stream, that's youtube.com slash Joel the F. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Joel Finkelman. You can follow Colin at Colin Q. Burke. You can follow Jack at Anchelis. You can check out the blog at thebig1070.com slash Joel, where I'll post this and other podcasts and all that good stuff. And you can see our pre- previous picks and all that fun stuff. And check out uh, Lucas in the Morning on the live stream on Facebook Live on the Big 1070's Facebook page. I'm putting that up every day I work. So today was a little bumpy, but the rest of them have gone pretty well. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Colin, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. As always, thanks for having me. Hey. Got you on, row the boat. There we go. Jack, thanks a bunch. Thank you. Good to you. All right, we'll see you guys next time on the Finkelcast. Peace out. Let go of the pain.